Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Give them great value and stop asking, asking, asking all the time without earning the trust and respect for that prospect. Welcome, my friend, to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. And before we get into the show in today's episode, which I know you'll get a lot of value from because we're, we stay out of all the fluffy stuff and we get straight into the good stuff of real estate investing advice, I want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, and that's Patch of Land. Uh, they are making this show possible and they're making tons of flipping projects possible all across the country. If you don't know about Patch of Land, then they are the number one company to go to for uh, projects that you're flipping uh, because they have all the money available right now. Um, once you get approved for your your deal and yourself as a sponsor or a borrower, um, you're going to be funded by them. And then they go raise the money through their crowdfunding platform. So you don't have to worry about all that. They'll take care of the, the money and the funding for you. You just have to worry about making sure your project's, project's a success. Uh, they've got something really cool for you. So um, if you are just learning about crowdfunding, uh, they've come up with a guide. It's called the Top 10 Crowdfunding Questions Guide. And they're all the, the questions that you might be asking yourself. And they're all the answers. They don't leave you hanging. They've got answers too. All the answers to those, those 10 crowdfunding questions. So you can go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get that guide. Uh, and if you think you know everything about crowdfunding, I'd check this guide out just in case because there are some interesting aspects that you'll learn. So go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get that guide. Hello, best ever listeners. How you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and we've got a special segment for you today. It's Skill Set Sunday time. And with us, we've got a previous best ever guest who gave us his best ever advice on episode 366, Claude Diamond. How you doing, my friend? I am doing good, Mr. Joe Fairless. Thanks for having me on again. Hey, my pleasure. Whenever we were talking and, and you were going through your different uh, sales approaches and how you speak to speak to the people and, and as you said, like to have your adult conversations, uh, friendly adult conversations and how you've also grown your business. 
through social, and we didn't have time to talk about that just because of yeah. the show format. So I wanted to have you on again on a Skill Set Sunday episode to talk through that. And I was talking to Claude a little bit before the show, and and he said, yeah, he to just today alone uh, has been filled with being on Meerkat and Periscope. He did a YouTube video. He had some uh, client consulting, but a lot of it was focused on social media. And today, what you'll get out of this conversation that I have with Claude is how to grow your real estate business with social media. And if you don't know about my background, for all the best ever listeners, I used to be in advertising. I was the youngest vice president of a New York City advertising agency. I worked with... uh, all the, well, I don't know about all, a lot of the major brands. I traveled to Microsoft every month for about a week to uh, meet with the team. We were the social media agency of record for being an MSN. So I know a little bit about social as well. I mean, I, I can add a little bit, but we're, I'm going to let Claude take the lead on this and talk about what he's actively doing because he's doing a lot of really effective things. And, and it's one thing to be creative it's one thing to kind of be flashy, but ultimately it's about the effectiveness of building the relationships and then driving business results. So he's going to talk about that. So with that being said, Claude, how do you approach social media marketing with your business? Well, you know, it's a, it was an evolutionary process to, in terms of your, you have an advertising background. You know, advertising is very expensive for the startup entrepreneur, the solopreneur, the kitchen table uh, Donald Trump. Okay, they're all, we're all looking for leads. We're all looking for prospects. And what we used to do is a lot of print media, as you're well aware, or TV and radio, all very expensive and prohibitive in many cases to any startup uh, person. Then we kind of evolved a little um, where we were um, doing other kinds of uh, other kinds of media, Google AdWords and emails and things. And they still cost money. Google AdWords can be prohibitive, uh, pay-per-click, and you don't keep on track. What we all want in business is leads, prospects. We want people interested in our widget, in our product and services. And what we, what I have discovered is that uh, because I, I was used to spending tens of thousands of dollars a month to market my business. And today, believe it or not, Joe, I spend virtually next to nothing using this phenomena called social media. And it means a lot of different things to different people. Um, it's, uh, what I'm really big on is using video, using live, uh, I'm using Meerkat, I'm using Periscope to get a message across to people to tell them, Hey, uh, this is what I do. This is how I do it. Uh, you need to learn more about me. I'm, I don't want to be a secret anymore. And I'm using the social media for people to discover me, to, uh, then ask questions or interact with me because they're very interactive media. Where, like uh, Periscope and Meerkat, for people who are not familiar, these are dev- uh, these are applications that you can use on your iPhone, your portable devices. You can give a speak on a topic like you and I are doing right now, Joe, for your podcast, and they can type in questions and text questions on whatever topic we're talking about: marketing, social media, gut sales method, mentoring, real estate. And this is a way, you know, I approach I approach my business as uh, that I'm a secret. Nobody woke up this morning and said, gee, I'm going to call up Joe Fairless or Claude Diamond and, and give them a sack full of money uh, for their widget. Unfortunately, right, Joe? <laughs> uh, I, they, if, if they did, then they haven't uh, actually spoken to me about that yet. 
So I'm a secret. I'm a sales coach. Okay. How do I get? And there's a lot of competition. There was very big companies out there with the enormous buildings and and secretaries and assistants. They have large advertising budgets. They um, uh, people who have paid giant uh, franchise fees and stuff. And here I am, little Claude Diamond, working from his home in Winter Park, Colorado, or San Diego, California. I love working from home, by the way, and using the technology. And I'll put out content. And that is one of the operative words. I put out a lot of content in a non-commercial way, hopefully just like you're doing on your podcast so well. You're putting out good information to people so they say, hey, I like Joe. I want to learn more about Joe. I'm going to go to his web page. I'm going to go to his blog. I'm going to call up Joe for maybe a, a free consultation to learn more how I maybe Joe can help me with my problem that he talked about on the podcast or something. I've got to find a different way for people to discover me. And social media marketing through video and live streaming is, the, is a phenomenon that is occurring right now. And nobody is teaching it, but I am. And I want people to know that you can take your business and put out some great content to people about, your, about something hopefully you're knowledgeable about. Or interact with people. On, there's a, some new media coming out. One of them is called Blab, B-L-A-B dot I-M where you can have other people join you in live video up to three other people and still have the texting questions from people. And this phenomenon is going on now, right now, and it is revolutionizing. It is changing the way we market our business. In terms of my business, Joe, it is giving me leads, really high quality leads. So when I put in, uh, for instance, a topic where it says the five things you need to do to close more sales, and I, I schedule that and people come on and they ask me questions and we talk and we interact and it's recorded, by the way. They're going to discover who Claude Diamond is. They like me or not like me. That's fine. They buy my book or not buy my book or, or do a free consultation with me. But they've discovered me. And now I can take that video and I can replicate it. I can put it into YouTube. I can put links into my Facebook uh, page or um, Twitter I can put it in Pinterest and Instagram. I can spread it out all or put it in. I love YouTube. I talked about that last time we were together. And I can take this um, video from this uh, social media live streaming and decimate it all over the place so that when someone goes into Google today and they type in sales training or I need help in sales training or I, uh, how do I become better at closing, they're going to see this contemporary marketing piece that I did, this educational or informative or, or as I said, um, maybe entertaining piece. And they're going to say, let me learn more about this guy. And this is how I'm bringing in all these new prospects, Joe, by putting out this content. I'm sorry, I'm very long winded today. What's new? What else is new, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you explained it really well with kind of what what your approach is, and one at least one new platform I'm not aware of, Blab.im, uh, where other people can join you with live video, and you can do messages. When you you're clearly a fan of video, uh, and you know, as as you know, social media is across the board; it doesn't have to be video. Why do you choose video? Good, great question. It's my strength. And one of the things I tell, I tell people, they have to discover their passion. If you're going to start a business, you've got to have passion in that business. You and I discussed that uh, last time. 
But I do video because um, I have a face made for radio, is the old joke. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I like video. I like seeing people. I, you know, Maybe they like seeing me or not, but I'm comfortable on video. You're comfortable on audio podcasts. That is your strength. We need to gravitate. We need to be honest and gravitate towards our strength. Are we a writer, a journalist, a blogger? Do we do audio podcasts? Do we do uh, videos on YouTube? Do we uh, like to connect people together through um, the Twitter and Facebook and things like that and put other people's content together? What is our strength and how can we use that strength to, um, to let people know who we are? And we have this new technology. And I really mean, when I say new, I just started doing Blab, I think, about 30 days ago. And I'm getting people from Hawaii, New Zealand, Australia, uh, Europe. I had a gentleman this morning, a German citizen from Coast, who was living in Costa Rica, who saw a podcast of mine. Then he saw me on Meerkat. We had a conversation this morning uh, on uh, Skype, which I love Skype. It's video if you're not using it, ladies and gentlemen. And this man, I sent him more information, and we're going to speak again. Now, Joe, isn't don't you want conversations like that in any business with highly probable prospects? Absolutely. When you are you're doing Meerkat and Periscope, mm -hmm. uh, from what I know, they're pretty similar. How are you choosing? And maybe they're not. Maybe there's a, a big benefit to doing one or the other. How are you choosing which one you focus more time on? And what have you seen as far as a comparison between the two? Well, we're doing it live right now on Periscope and Meerkat simultaneously. One's in my iPad, one's in my iPhone while I'm speaking to you. So the people who follow me, they're listening to Claude. These are my followers, my peeps, and they're following me. They, they both, uh, Meerkat and Periscope are similar in that they are both video. People can see me, but they can't speak to me. They can only text to me. They're both similar, but they have subtle differences in terms of recording, in terms of um, um, repeat plays. Periscope will play for 24 hours after a recording is made and then be gone. Meerkat will save it in a cloud for you, for you to use for uh, the future or to, um, or to uh, delete. Um, they are based on just uh, a lecturer, a one person who stimulates a conversation and interacts with text text only. Blab, on the other hand, is video, is much more video-centric. It's more like a chat room with four friends getting together. There's four boxes, four, four little squares, and we talk to, we see each other, we can talk to each other, and the audience can interact with texting. It's, it, Blab is a game changer. It sounds like Google Hangout. Yes. It, it, it is similar to Google Hangout, but and it's a big but. It's iOS-centric. You can use it also on Chrome on your laptop, but it's simpler. It's very easy to download and one button. Google Hangouts, the problem with that is, in my opinion, it's way too, it's complicated. It's a little a bit lo a longer learning curve. Anybody can, anybody can just pop on who has this applica application and watch and interact and join the conversation on Blab if they so choose to. I think Blab is just a beautiful, portable iOS uh, application. And uh, I, I bet you Google wishes they had it, actually. I'm sure Google will eventually have it if Google wants to have it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Google Hangouts is good, but I got to tell you something. Have you done a lot of, uh, in, have you used Google Hangouts a lot? I have not. No. 
I don't know a lot of people who have used Google Hangouts. I fooled around with it a little bit. It's beautifully synchronized with YouTube and everything, but it just never, it's never really had a big following in my opinion. When you're doing the videos, how do you prepare before you do a video? Do you have an outline? Do you just know what your outcome is like Tony Robbins would do? Like wh- wh- what's your approach? Did I ever tell you about my alma mater, my school? You didn't, but I think I have a guess for what you're about to say. Go, go ahead. Go. <laughs> my, my guess for what you would say is the school of hard knocks, but maybe that's not what you're going to say. What, what are you going to say? I went to the school of fake it until you make it. Okay. I was close. I was close. <laughs> you were very close. Very good. Very good. I do my, uh, I might write down a few notes. I'm, I have notepads and moleskin notebooks and cards and things. I always write down notes and ideas that I get all the time. But basically, and maybe this is in my DNA, I'm spontaneous. You give me a topic and uh, I'll either ask a lot of questions to learn about it. If it's something I have experience on, both good and bad, I'll talk about it. I usually try to pick topics where I have some knowledge, some experience, both good and bad to share with people. And, and, And so I like the spontaneity rather than the uh, haven't we all gone to the the lecture the lectures in school and in college the boring professor the boring lecture i don't want to lecture people i want them to interact with me that's the fun about it getting a, a recognition acknowledgement oh joe has a question uh, joe wants to know uh can you qual- really qualify people in three minutes and then i'll acknowledge joe i will answer his question maybe someone else will jump in with a question based on my answer or what joe typed in so I basically wing it, and um, it took me a long time to get to this happy, happy, comfortable place where I can just pick a topic and then just jump in. And uh, kind of the mastermind thing is that other people are contributing both their questions and their experiences, and and it just makes for a great format. While I think it subtly or subconsciously promotes me, or maybe someone says, "Hey, I like this guy. I can relate to him. I want to get his free book." I want to go to ClaudeDiamond.com and learn more and see some videos about this crazy guy. I'm trying to find, I don't want the pie. I don't want a slice of the pie. I just want a sliver of that pie of people who can relate to me, who something I said resonated with them and created an interest on the topic at hand. If you're anything like me, whenever I started out my my podcast, and I know um, that's not your primary focus, you have other things like your YouTube videos, but my platform, which happens to be my podcast, my first episodes, my mom was listening, I, I think. <laughs> other, th- other than that, yeah. Other than that, there was the really nobody else. Uh, and, and now it's, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be a part of a, a large community with best ever listeners. How, how did you kind of go about building your audience from zero to where you have it now? And where is it now? Well, we have over we have several thousand subscribers just on YouTube. I have 16,000 subscribers to my newsletter, Success Stories. Uh, when I do a broadcast on Meerkat or Periscope, we can have from 10, 15 people to, to 300 people out of nowhere if the topic is interesting, if it is entertaining on that. So think about what uh, the money we have spent in business. You're in advertising. I know you understand this. But money spent per client in traditional advertising and here, uh, podcasting or 
live um, uh, social media or live streaming really doesn't cost anything except time and creativity. And we're getting all these people. You know, you start with nothing and you you base it on creativity. You've got to give people something, a compelling topic. We can do topics that are in the news today, things that happen today. So we can be very topical. Uh, so if when someone goes into Google and they top, uh, they want to see about the stock market because it went up or down to or, or Apple's having an announcement today. If we talk about Apple today, what happened in Cupertino today and we talk about that, there's a lot of people who are going to come on and say, hey, I want to I missed the presentation. I want to hear what Claude thinks about the new Apple uh, car or whatever. And so we can we can be contemporary. We can do compelling topics. We can be interactive with people. We can record them and remarket these recordings or sell them or, or put them in some other format. And the big thing is consistency. Are you out there on a regular – like your, your podcast is what, every week? Every day. Every day. Excuse me. I apologize. You embody hustle. That's a lot of work. But you have a following because people say, hey, what's Joe going to say next? Who's Joe going to interview today? What's the topic? And they follow you. And they get the, they have their little iPhone and they see they, they probably get notifications or something uh, or it automatically loads up in their, into their iTunes. And that's what we get with social media. We get the same thing, but we get it with the video effect and we can de- we can put it and cross pollinate it into so many different social media formats. So when you and I are talking today, it can go on all the other formats. And people who are not listening on iTunes or not listening on Meerkat or Periscope might discover me on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or Snapchat out there. This, to me, is wonderful. How could you afford to pay for all this media, all these people? But as the, the key is, though, are you interesting, good topics, sexy titles, and is it consistent? Are, do you have this people? Do you have the audience who wants to follow you? When you uh, look at are you interesting, some people might think, no, I'm not interesting. I don't know what I can say. I don't want to be the next YouTube star or you know the next podcast all-star. I just want to make money. I want to get more clients. What would you say to that person? I'd say, you know, you can't be a secret in business. We need the customers. The people have to discover you. You can learn these skills, okay? It takes time. It takes practice. Is it hard? Yes. You know, we talked about last time, I'm a recovering introvert, okay? I'm the kid who always sat in the back of the room, never raised his hand. Now I can't, you know, now I changed. I evolved. I can flip a switch and become the extrovert for a while, or an omnivert is what I call it, where we take the best of the introvert who's a good listener to the extrovert who's a good communicator. And somewhere in between, we can learn to communicate on topics that we have passion for and communicate to people. So I think if you're going to be successful in business, you have to be superb in sales and you have to market. You have to you have to beat a big, loud drum to get people to find out who you are and discover what a really good person you are, how you give good service, good quality, how you're accountable you know, how are they going to find out unless you have a ton of money to spend on a lot of advertising, which doesn't necessarily always work, does it, Joe? No, definitely doesn't. You got to know where you're spending your dollars. It works. But then you've got to have, a, I, I think you've got to have a balance of, of different things. But um, I certainly, you know, live and breathe this philosophy of social media optimization and, and just leveraging it as much as possible. That's why I do the podcast. And one of the reasons why I chose podcasting 
is it was not necessarily that I, I don't like video, but it was I'm not a technical person and I don't care about that stuff. And for me, whenever I was getting started, and it's less intimidating now, but for me when I was getting started, the barrier for entry was lower and because I didn't want to get into the editing of videos and stuff and I didn't want to do, you know, one take and, and then done. And then I also like the distribution channel of iTunes and YouTube has the same level of exposure, if not more than iTunes. So one thing I would I would recommend to the best ever listeners is also look at the distribution channel that you can play in, because even when we look at our strengths, if we're really good at blogging, Boy, it's it takes a long time to build up a blog whenever you're you have it on your own site. But if you were to have your blog on your own site and then be a guest blogger for other sites and then have other bloggers guest blog on your site, then you're opening up the distribution channel because it's all about leveraging these gigantic networks which is the power of social media. It's leveraging these networks of people. So it's not just about finding what you like, but it's also about being strategic. And in your case, Claude, it's about being one of the first on different platforms because when you're first to a a new platform and it takes off, then you're positioned extremely well within that platform because you've already established a credibility whenever people are continuing to, to discover the new platform. Yeah. You know, and further to answer your question before, my mentor, I had a mentor um, who taught me his principles and skills of success. He used to say, Claude, everyone wants to be rich, but few are willing to pay the price. And he didn't mean money. He meant the price, the sacrifice, the learning, the long hours sometimes, the hustle, the um, the ability to change. It's the hardest thing, you know, you brought up, how about people who don't have these skills, who can't write, who can't do audio, don't have the technical skills, who don't, uh, can't speak spontaneously on video. What do, what are they supposed to do? They want to be entrepreneurs just like you and me. You know what? They got to, we all have to pay a price. So, so, and sometimes that price may be being uncomfortable or doing something that we're not good at or something, a uh, public speaking, Joe, I, I'll, you know, I was scared to death of public speaking, truth be told. I mean, I couldn't speak in front of two nuns and a Boy Scout. But today I speak into massive audiences. I'm paid to speak. I travel and speak. I love speaking. Uh, I, I studied Dottie Walters. I studied Dale Carnegie. I had coaches. I, I forced myself to become to learn that skill of public speaking and to be comfortable with it. And today I can do it. And when you know we're talking about marketing. What's better than public speaking, getting in front of a, an audience and, and talking about a subject that they're all there for? Isn't that good marketing? And are we willing to pay the price for success? That's the real issue. And change is very, very difficult for a lot of people. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't succeed because they're unwilling to change or it's just too high a price to pay. It's sad. Well, we've covered a lot of of really good stuff with this episode. And as a a closeout, I'd love for you to, I'd love to ask you two questions. And they're basically the same question, but they're geared towards different audiences. So the questions will be this. The first one's going to be, what is the one recommendation you would have to somebody starting out who hasn't really established much of a presence? And then the second question is for somebody who has already established a presence, 
what would your recommendation be to them to take it to the next level? So if you want to answer the first one, if someone hasn't started in social media, what is their specific next step that they should take? If you haven't discovered social media and you have a starting business and you don't have much of a presence, be honest with yourself and say, what is my skill? What is the thing I like to do? Do I like to write? Do I like to produce audio? Do I like to do video? Uh, Do I like to do interesting web pages? Find out what your strength is, what your skill is, and maximize that skill so you're not a secret anymore. You've got to get the word out to people, and you've got to use the social media medium so that people, everybody today is carrying an iPhone, okay? We're not going to the library anymore. We're not reading newspapers anymore. We have to understand where does our customer go for information. They go onto their iOS device, their laptop, their iPad. And where are they going? Are they reading? Are they listening? Are they watching? And where do your skills reside for you to put out that information so that they discover you and that you start the process of getting prospects or people interested in your business or following you so you can watch that business grow and prosper? You've got to do a lot of this. You've got to do it consistently. It's got to be entertaining. And that is the way you're going to gain the presence you want to to sell your widget, to sell your product or service. And what about someone who already has a presence, but they're ready to take it to the next level? What should they do in terms of marketing? Yep. Treat your customers the way you want to be treated. Those people never underestimate the value of a prospect. Someone who is following you, don't inundate them with commercial crap, okay? Treat them the way you want to be treated earn their respect, earn their trust, work towards likability, and treat that customer the way you want to be treated. And guess what will happen, Joe? The magic will always happen. That person will say, I like Joe. I want to learn more about Joe. I want to buy his products. I want his services. I want to tell all my friends about Joe. Treat this person the way you want to be treated. Give them great value. And stop asking, asking, asking all the time without earning the trust and respect for that prospect. And Claude, lastly, where can the best ever listeners learn more about you and and check out some of these videos? Just go to uh, ClaudeDiamond.com. My webpage is there. Go to YouTube, type in Claude Diamond, or call me. I answer my own phone, 970-726-7979. Claude, thank you for being on the show and Skillset Sunday and talking about social media and you know elevating your business you uh, with social me. yeah i mean talking about you mentioned the differences from as specific and tactically as meerkat and periscope the differences where meerkat uh, saves your content in the cloud so you can use it in the future periscope's more of a, a one and done uh, within 24 hours but essentially um you know they're they're very similar to blab.im and then then also talking about the I think the the main takeaway is what you recapped and what you mentioned earlier, at least for me, and that is find your strength and make it interesting and consistent. So find your strength, whether it's audio, whether it's video, whether you just like to write a lot and make sure that it is interesting and, and it will be interesting because if it's interesting to you, then it's interesting to other people. That reminds me whenever I was taking a stand-up comedy class in New York City and the, the instructor said, don't talk about things that you don't find funny. The instructor said, don't talk about things that you don't find funny. Instead, talk about the stuff that 
you enjoy, that you laugh at, and then undoubtedly other people will laugh at it as well. And I think the same holds true here where we need to use our strength and we need to do stuff that we find interesting and do it on a regular basis. And I agree. Whenever I started out with the podcast, I was doing it uh, sporadically uh, about this time last year. And then once I started doing it daily, I said, this was in October of 2014. I said, I'm going to do it daily through the rest of the year. And then I'm going to take a look back and reassess and see if it's good use of my time. Well, in December of 2014, I got my first sponsor and then it just snowballed from there from uh, listeners to sponsorships and, and everything else and ultimately all the relationships that I create and all the friendships that uh, I you know are generated through this. So listening to you and kind of hearing about how you create your business from scratch with social and you know build up the subscriber database is, is just phenomenal. So thanks so much for being on the show. And your last piece of where you said you can't be a secret in business certainly resonates. And I think that's going to be a quote that we use to promote this episode because I completely agree. Um, you've got to communicate about the topics you have a passion for, as you said. So thanks so much for being on the show and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Joe. Thank you. crowdfunding. You've heard about it. Now it's time for you to learn about it. Our best ever sponsor today, Patch of Land, they're the leading expert in the crowdfunding space, and they've got all the answers to all of your crowdfunding questions. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, do you remember episode 195? It's titled How to Become a Billion Dollar Developer. Um, Quite an impressive title. Well, imagine the man behind that title, Mark Massia. He's a friend of mine. I met him in New York. Oh, I met him through this show. And then we um, just really hit, hit it off in New York whenever I was living there. He has a company, Massia Development. You can check it out at M-A-S com, And it's not for everyone, but if you're interested in investments in retail and medical office, so only retail and medical office that provide stable cash flow, then you need to talk to him. Talk to Mark. You can email him directly at invest at m-a-s-c-i-a-d-e-v.com. That's invest at MessiahDev.com. He's a great guy, really accomplished. And if you're into uh, investing in retail and medical office, stable cash flowing properties, then you need to talk to him. I'm not making any commissions off of this. I just, I, I believe in what he does and I believe in him and uh, highly recommend you talk to him if that's what you're looking for.